Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian Biggie. And guys, we did a show last week, but because we got hacked in the world of cyberspace, decided to spit on us and not really uh, give us the the right to uh, bring our wonderful material to the back. How are you guys doing now that you've been, you know, kind of violated from the world of the internet? It's very uh, unsettling because, like, we had two years of hard work put into this. Almost 50,000 followers strong. Almost vanished. We didn't know what was going to happen next. We were putting posts up. It was getting deleted. <laughs> he uh, messed up all of our groups that were linked to the page. And even in our basketball group, um, took removed us all as admins and even blocked me from the uh, group. So I can't even see it anymore. Right. And then the group, why you? The, I, know, I guess because I put a post out saying we were hacked. Oh, that's why. I, I, I put out the notification there, and then like that group sat for over a week, uh, basically unattended with no admins, <laughs> and you couldn't do anything. It was at a gridlock. And what happened today? Well, a random admin <laughs> popped up. A random guy from Massachusetts, from I, Dan- thought, it was, I thought it was Denver. No, Danvers, okay. Danvers, Mass. Okay, right outside of Boston. Celtics <laughs> fan. I don't know. He doesn't look like he was a sports fan. I'm no, not. he had sports stuff in his profile. Did he? Okay. But like, I'm Did think- you friend him? No. Oh. I, he wouldn't let you. He just says you can follow him. Oh, okay. But I looked him up, and I'm like, hey, he don't look like a terrorist to me. <laughs> he did not look like so the guy. I, I don't I guess he was be. associated with the hackers. And then we both messaged the guy and was like, you know, hey, this, we were founding fathers of this group. We'd like to be added back. And he's like, sure. Yeah. So now there are good people still out there. Now we've got our uh, group back. It seems like the page is doing well again. So there's at least some certainty for now. I'm just, like I said, there's still good people in this world. And we found one today about happenstance. He only became an admin on the page because no one else was. Yeah. So, I mean, he, we'll keep him an admin for now. We'll see how he does and give him a shot to help us out in the basketball group. See if he contributes. I think that's a fair statement. Absolutely. He did the right thing, right? He did the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the 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 big stuff, we talked about a bunch of stuff last week. You know, we enjoyed the Tyson fight and all that kind of stuff. But I, real quick, I just want to hit on, did you see uh, Jake Paul and Mayweather? You know, they're going to fight. We talked about that. I, are you guys even interested in this one now? I thought it was Logan Paul or whatever. What'd you call him? Jake. Isaiah's brother, Jake Paul. There's two of them. I don't know the difference. Which one's he fighting? Is he fighting the YouTuber? Is he fighting the Nate Robinson guy? They're both. Yeah, that guy. They're both YouTube. It's the same guy. I don't. He's not important enough for me to know his name. Okay. (laughs) I I wasn't sure. I just, I know I heard Jake Paul fought Nate Robinson, but then I heard Logan Paul's fighting Merriweather and I got me all confused. (laughs) My bad. Okay. Are you interested in it at all? Uh, not really. I mean, you already know how it's going to play out. Mary, Meriwether will make it just entertaining enough to take home another big paycheck. Uh, good for them. I guess they'll get paid. I was, he's going to get his ass kicked. What? What if he doesn't? <clears throat> See, I do. I know how Mayweather made his career. He 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 kind of lives by the the coach from Dodgeball. <laughs> Dip, dive, duck, dodge, and. Dodge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's cotton, what's the name? Patches of Hulahan. Yeah. So that's how Mayweather boxes. That's a fair assessment. So he will do enough to make no, it look like a fight. That's how he normally does it. But to me, he's going against a YouTuber. So he needs to just knock his ass out in the first 30 seconds. Now nah, he's got to give the people a show. He can't. Just like he did with Conor McGregor. 
the show needs to be like the show with Paul versus Nate Robinson. That's what the show needs to be in reverse order. Say, so Paul needs to get Nate Robinson. He has to. Like, Floyd don't need to put up a show for this. He needs to show, you're not a real boxer. This is what we do. Thanks for playing. I'm 20 years older than you. Yeah, instead of entertaining the idea that just anybody can step into the ring, show him why so select right. few are professionals. That would hurt his legacy if he made this a, a, a toy match or whatever. A, a, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's one thing if you go a little while with Mayweather, who's at least a professional fighter and obtained a boxing license. A great professional You're, you're fighting a YouTuber. <laughs> like, he could do that, his shenanigans with Conor McGregor, because at least he's an acknowledged MMA fighter, he has the clout, and p- dumb people out there is really going to think that he can hang with them, which we know he can't in a boxing match. Right. Well, this is a YouTuber. Well, speaking of McGregor, I think that was the fight that should have happened. It should have been Paul versus McGregor, right? And then Mayweather saw money to be made, so he got his ass in there and was like, no, 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 I'll fight you. Let's go ahead and do this thing. See, I think that uh, McGregor would have been perfect in that spot because when Paul and uh, Nate Robinson fought as he's going down. Remember describing my YouTube channel and all this sort of stuff? McGregor would have flipped that on him. As soon as he dropped him, he would have been hollering out that, what's the name of the whiskey that he sells? That I or she made his own whiskey? Oh, the, uh, the uh, prominent 11 lucky, or something. Lucky something? Yeah. As soon as he hit him to drop him, he'd have been screaming that out. It's one of those things you forget the name of it because it's plastered all over every boxing ring and UFC fight from here to eternity. But I just know it's there. Yep. Anyway, that, I just that pay per view should have been a like a uh, playoff seed. So like the fact that Tyson won, he should be going against Paul right now. Yeah, they should. That's what we should have done. We should just had a bracket. No, they like. Paul and Tyson should be fighting next. They could have done it back in the days like they did like early UFC, like UFC 1, UFC 2, where you have to fight like three times on the same night. That would have been great. I don't think Paul would have been running his mouth after the defeat of, or defeating Nate Robinson if he knew Iron Mike was lined up next. No. Nah. Well, let's be honest. Uh, you know, beating, beating Nate Robinson, who was not a trained fighter, is not much. But, you know, I, enough. We've... We've tortured Nate Robinson souls long enough. We won't do that anymore. I was just curious if you guys are even interested in the fight or not, so I appreciate the candor there. More importantly, I thought of this today because we're watching NFL here now. We got Biggie's New England Patriots who are getting hosed right now by the Rams, and I think you guys both picked the the Patriots to cover. I did because of last week. He's a homer. But so I picked, he does every week. I picked them because they, they beat me by like 40 points last week. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm just letting you know, I picked the Rams, and they're up 17 to nothing with about a minute uh, 50 left here. So it, it, we'll, get to our, we'll get to our lead pipe lock weeks later. Uh, and you can choose to pick a part or not, but, you know, diehard lifelong Patriots fan here, the 20 years of Bill Belichick and the lack of amount of talent that they have on this team at 6-6, six and six, I honestly think this is one of his better coaching jobs, and he's got mm. nine Super Bowl trips. Yeah, he's he's clearly the quarterback whisperer. Cam Newton is gone. There's nothing there. The that, fact, no, just look at what that they MVP don't have season is a lifetime ago. Ball, to be six and six is impressive. Because that, that's team a nice is bad. segue there for uh, Cam Newton being gone. Well, and that's kind of where we're going. Is we have uh, a ton, a ton of potential free agent quarterbacks here in the NFL. We're going to play a little NFL quarterback roulette. And basically, I'm going to give you a list of names here. Then I got a list of teams. And we have a bunch of different teams that we feel like are probably in the need of one of these individual services. So my question to you guys are go- is going to be simply this. Are they going to sign one of these guys? Who's the best fit? 
or are they just going to hold out for the draft and see how that works out? So here's the quarterbacks. Try to keep us in mind. We got Dak Prescott's a free agent, technically. Phillip Rivers, Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, Mitchell Trubisky, Fitzpatrick, Trubisky, Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco, Nick Mullins. And then you also got Darnold, Wentz, Ryan, and Garoppolo that could be traded. I heard the list, but I'm not going to remember the list. So. <laughs> That's all right. I'm just trying to get As you As we pick landing name. spots, you'll mark them off. <laughs> I definitely said Trubisky twice, though, so screw you, Biggie. <laughs> um, all right, so let's start off. These are teams that need a quarterback. I got everything from Dallas to Indianapolis, New England, the Jets, the Broncos, the Steelers, possibly looking for a replacement down the road. The Ravens, ooh, that could be a question mark. We got the Bears, the Jaguars, the 49ers, the Saints, the Washington football team, and the Philadelphia Eagles. So let's start with Dallas. Do they sign Dak? Do they franchise him again? They can one more time, right? Isn't that how that works? You can do it twice? Yes, I believe so. So what happens in Dallas? I think that Dallas, honestly, as badly as they're playing, can get high enough into the draft in the top four or five picks. They kind of fell into Dak. Fourth-round pick came in when Romo got hurt. I don't think that they're 100% tied to signing Dak like they had offered him that big contract before. I I think they get in the top four or five. They might make a play for a quarterback in the draft. I don't think Dak's back in Dallas. Really? I I can agree to that. See, I'm, I'm on the opposite end here. I feel like he's definitely back. Like I, 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 so I he's going to give him a discount now because he got hurt? I, I think that's yeah. what they'll try to do. I think they'll try to lowball the deal a little bit, and I don't know if anybody else is willing to spend the amount that Dak's going to command. So I, I think someone will. Or, or, I think it'll be Jerry. He's made that clear. Or option yep. two is they franchise him again. Uh, I think I will say if he is back in Dallas next year, it's, it's only on a they franchise. franchise. Okay, yep. fair enough. I can live with that. All right. How about the Indianapolis Colts? Because Phillip Rivers only had a one-year deal. So do they bring him back, or where, where do they go here? Because they're a playoff-caliber team right now. I actually have one that's not so far-fetched. It's an idea of my own, and I also heard it on the radio, and it made me feel better. <laughs> uh, like Phillip Rivers retires it. at the end of this year. They then need a quarterback. Carson Wentz's days in Philadelphia are over. Ooh. Now his contract is very, very uh, – Hard to maneuver. It's expensive. His best years were the Frank Wright as his quarterback and offensive coordinator coach. Frank Wright has proven to be a good head coach. Indy is a team built to win, and you trade Carson. That's not that far fetched. That's not that far fetched. But if you're a Colts fan, how do you feel about that? I would feel pretty good about it. Just if I look at what Wentz did with a healthy team around him with Wright as his head coach, I would feel good about it. Mm. You gotta admit, as bad as Wentz has played, that whole team's you bad. buy or sell. I mean, just that scenario. Yeah, I could buy it. I mean, but I'm not saying that's exclusive to what's going to happen. <laughs> it's not a good scenario. To I, I definitely think Philip Rivers is done. Um, I could see him also looking in the draft and running with Jacoby next year, just to bridge a year. Mm. Well. He's a free agent too. Is he? Yes. I well, didn't write him down run. because he wasn't quite on the list of. All the- right. Well. I could see him look to the draft, too. But, I mean, I think Wentz needs a fresh start. Absolutely. So, I could see it. I mean, it's not – I think it's very – I think it okay. could happen. So, it's plausible. We'll say yeah, it's I plausible. Like, I like that. that. All right. Let's go to Biggie's team. His New England Patriots here down 70-3 to at the half. Cam Newton on his uh, one-year deal is uh, counting down the minutes till that's over. And then he's going to realize tell him what's gonna happen no one else first. is going to uh, pay him. So, Biggie – Hold, hold your breath, bite your tongue. Mr. Brown, what's New England doing? They're trading for Jimmy G. 
They're trading for Jimmy G. Yes, sir. All right. So he wants him back. Do you think that's a plausible thing? Uh, plausible? Yes. Because <laughs> Jimmy G's contract in San Francisco is done in such a way you can actually be released. It's like the Andy Dalton deal. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a terrible deal yep. for, for the team. The reason I think that that is uh, maybe more probable than not is I think San Francisco is ready to move in a different direction at the quarterback position too. Do you think Belichick would want him back? At the right price, I think he would take him back because – He'd have to do better than Cam. He would be – and he already fits the system. I don't know, I'm just saying. He knows what McDaniels and Belichick expect. They know who he is. They've seen what he's been able to do. Uh, so they wouldn't even take a step back compared to this year. No. So this is like fanboy service. Like, you know how many Patriot fans think Garoppolo needs to come back? There's quite a bit out yeah. there. I mean, I, I'm fine with him not coming back, but in that in that scenario, because they're not going out giving a ton up to get him back. I think San Francisco's ready to move on from him, right. which makes him so easier would, to get. Would you rather have Garoppolo or Stidham next year? Garoppolo. If you had to pick. I would take Garoppolo. I'd take Garoppolo. All right. So the the other part of that, just to add a little twist, is Nick Mullins is also a free agent for San Francisco. So they're abandoning both quarterbacks that have played this year. They're strictly going to the draft or other free agency. We might get there down the road. I think that – now this is another crazy thought that won't happen, but Kyle Shanahan, Matt Ryan, they would be a good match in the twilight of Matt Ryan's career, but his contract's insane. I think they'd be more likely to re-sign Mullins on a shorter deal to either back up or earn it go through the draft for somebody. So you don't think Mullins may not be able to get a better deal out there? He might be able to. Isn't but I he think like that, the – there's a stat where he's like the third or fourth uh, quickest quarterback to something? What yeah. Was that? When he – it's uh, – uh, it yards? Yeah. Yeah. 3,000 yards in a first like – And the amount starts. of games yeah. he's played. It's not like necessarily the amount of seasons right, or anything. Right, right. It's just how many games. Like when he plays, he's getting a lot of uh, – there was crazy people on that list, Mahomes and someone else. Yeah. I don't remember who else it was. All right, so we, we've got Dallas, Indianapolis, New England out of the way. Here's my favorite one to talk about because it's the Jets. And Darnold is still under contract. They're probably going to offload him, though, right? I believe so. Because now, Darnold, this is his third year in the league, right? Uh, yes. He's got so one more year left on his rookie They have deal. to decide before next uh, calendar year starts whether or not they want to do his fifth-year option. They, correct. And then they're tied into him for two years for a ton of money. So I agree. This is where they move him. And I think that they decline that and they move him during the draft. All right. So, picks. so where do the Jets go from there? Are they taking? They're any, taking Trevor Lawrence. So they're not going anywhere near this list, right? I think they, we all agree. They on ran the engage eight <laughs> at the end of the Raiders game because they're only one engage win or eight. one loss ahead of the Jags for Trevor Lawrence. I even saw a video of Jets fans. They were rejoicing at a, at a tailgating party, like cheering the fact that Ruggs beat him on that last second touchdown. They were glad the Jets yeah. lost. Man, Jets you, fans were going nuts. You know how much pressure is going to be on this kid? I hope he just decides to come back to school. Then he's going. Then they're going to take Justin Fields, right? <laughs> that, that's uh, the only and then logical. they'll be last again, and then Gase will say, hey, sugar tits, welcome aboard. <laughs> <you know? laughs> All right, let's go to the AFC West, the Denver Broncos. They got to do something, right? No, I think they roll into next year with Drew Locke. Really? You think they believe in him that much? What have you seen from him where you think that's the right decision? Uh, in the second half of a few games earlier in the year, he really got cooked and came back. The game they beat the Chargers. Uh, they had another week where they lost right at the end. You got to think his fresh or his freshman, his rookie year, 
out the entire season with injuries. This year they've been up and down uh, with COVID and guys healthy. I think that they've seen enough out of him to go one more year because next year is only his third year in the league and he was the second-round pick. All right, so do you think Denver is going to do anything? All I can say as a Raiders fan, I love seeing Drew Locke in the game because you know it's going to be a win. Mm. Okay. So I hope well, they, what do you I, think, Jim? I hope they keep him. Well, I have the whole list here, so it's not fair. I'm putting a question mark. We'll come back to okay. it. All right, so how about Pittsburgh? Do they make a signing for any of these guys just to have a, a person in place for Roethlisberger? Because he can't play forever. I agree. I think that he's back as the starter next year, but I think they go into the draft for a guy this year because – What about Mason Rudolph? He's well, got well, half a head. Let, let, me quote, <laughs> let me quote one of my floor guys that showed up here, the supervisor. He shows up here and says he's a Steelers fan. He's like, Big Ben needs to retire because Rudolph's better than him anyway. Oh, okay. Just like that. He said like, it just like that. I'm like, you know he has like permanent brain damage. <laughs> I think everybody looks at that season and discounts Rudolph because of a couple things, but he didn't he's not terrible. No. Yeah, I mean he was drafted when he came out. I think he was either third or fourth round pick for them, but a lot yeah. of people thought he would be a high second. I was one of those people who thought he might be the best quarterback out of that draft. Yeah. And, and he still could be, but we'll we'll see. Yeah. All right, so Pittsburgh, we'll just leave them as a NA right now. Here's another one. I mean, State. I think they could ride with both of those. Big Ben, one more year, and then him, and then just see what happens. I, I don't think you're in a bad situation when Rudolph's your backup. I, I'm with you, Mr. Brown. You just kind of ride it out and see what happens. You're, you're not desperate, by all means. They can draft in other areas this year. And yeah. Just, you I know mean, what I mean? They, 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 they definitely can. All right, how about a, another AFC North team? Does Baltimore try to sign anybody? Robert Griffin's a, a free agent. They still uh, got Lamar Jackson. Do they do they still just hang their hat on that horse and ride it or what? Like, Lamar's starting another year. Yeah. But do you sign any of these guys? Uh, just bring in Cam Newton to keep the to keep the uh, <laughs> keep the tradition alive <laughs> of running quarterback. Are we we'll put Cam Newton in Baltimore? I think uh, <laughs> why not? He's better than RG three. I'm, I'm drawing the line. I think they re-sign RG three. Because he fits into that system, or they could maybe bring in Cam Newton. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm riding Mr. Brown. We're putting Cam Newton to Baltimore. So <laughs> there put you it go. as a backup. Lamar is there. No, uh, as a backup, he's the reigning yeah, league yeah, MVP. Yeah, we're we're just saying are any of these guys are going to get signed. We're talking about a former reigning MVP. So you are going to have two MVPs under center. How many Heisman trophies can you have on the same team? You'd have – would you have RG3, Lamar Jackson, and Cam Well, RG3 is going to be gone. They're not going to keep three quarterbacks. Oh, okay. yeah. oh Mark Ingram. Too many too many Heisman quarterbacks no. can do you have, I, I get what you're saying. Ingram yeah. has a Heisman. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> All right. How about the Chicago Bears? So they, they're going to have Foles under contract, but Trubisky is a free agent. So what does Chicago look for? Do they go to the draft, or are they going to sign one of these other guys? I know they let Trubisky walk. So we're saying Phillip Rivers is retiring, right? So we're taking him off the list. I think that Foles will be the backup. So you got Winston, Fitzpatrick, Trubisky we're already going to ignore, Dalton Flacco, Nick Mullins, Sam Darnold, Carson Wentz has already been discussed, but we got Matt Ryan. Might be a potential for a trade maybe if Atlanta wants to. I don't know. What do you think Chicago does? They don't spend any money, like, no, like they don't. big time. They money. do on Khalil Mack. Well, yeah. And the Raiders <laughs> fans now actually appreciate that because it yeah. came out okay. Yeah, it's been doing just fine for you guys. Yeah. I think that, well, it depends how this year finishes, too. I know Nagy was in the playoffs his first year, but I think they're on, a, what is it, a six-game losing streak right now? Yep. There's a chance they could clear house going into next season. They do that. The only player that's back is 
uh, Foles because of his contract. He's a veteran. You can fit him into anything. So I think for sure they have a new starting quarterback next year, but I think it's more likely to come through the draft than it is uh, through a free so agent. I signing. agree with you. I don't think they sign anybody. I think they just ride and die with Foles. I think you're looking at a house cleaning getting ready to happen. You know what I'd like to see? It ain't gonna happen. I'd love to see Fitz in Chicago. Fitzpatrick just throwing it like a madman. I mean, he hasn't played for them yet, right? Yeah, <laughs> true. I mean, so he's probably dude. Like, I mean, but Allen Robinson and those other dudes will be like, "Yes, we got Fitz." All right, I'm they drawing be, the I'm drawing that line. We're putting Fitzpatrick in Chicago. No, I'm just I, saying. That's just, I, I liked it once you said it. It's I a pipe dream. I was kind of there, and then you said it, and I was like, "Ooh, this is nice." All right, how about the Jaguars? What do they do? They're uh, they're a, a game. So uh, is Minshew done completely? I mean, it seems like that's what, a what, rocky. What round was he there. drafted in? Sixth, sixth round. That whole thing seems like a messy divorce. It is. And what about that other dude that played quarterback for a minute? Not Glennon, but the other one, Hutton. No, Hutton. Lutton. That, I yeah 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 that yeah, guy. Yeah. That yep. guy. Is he a rookie? Uh, rookie or second year guy. So he's not real high then. Well, he didn't I, play real great either. No. What I think they do because they're, you know, stealing money with Minshew out there right into next year with him, uh, as your projected starter, but you're going to be high enough in the draft. And for some reason, the Jets wouldn't take Trevor Lawrence. You no. pounce on that. They're well, taking do, they, do they take Justin Fields? Trey Lance is out there. You believe in him? I think that the NFL scouts will after they see him at the combine. <laughs> All right, so we're going to say the Jaguars are going to the draft. Yeah. So they start the year with Minshew, Minshew and then uh, just have a, a, a rookie right. to groom. Yep. All right, so circle back to the 49ers. We talked a little bit about them earlier. So now they're gone with Jimmy G. Do they keep? You said they were going to keep Nick Mullins maybe on a flyer, hopefully. I yeah. think they will. I think I, they, that's kind of where I lean to. I think they really like Nick Mullins, and he actually stays healthy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he doesn't play that part. bad. You he can't doesn't play best in that much of your cap and a guy who can't stay on the field. All right. How about this one? So, Jameis Winston is a free agent. Drew Brees could retire. What's New Orleans doing in the offseason for quarterback? That is that is a great question because I do think Drew Brees retires at the end of this year. He's going to feel like he needs to. Don't you think that they would like to at least have the option to go Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston next year and that they re-sign Jameis? So do you think they re-sign Jameis? I think they re-sign him. I do too. I personally think that Jameis should start over Taysom Hill. Right. Well, that's I not mean, with the contract I'm for Taysom saying, Hill. So, so does that mean for next year too or is that indefinitely? I have no idea. I got to get our like, lawyers on it. I, I, would, I don't think – Taysom Hill is not a long-term quarterback at all. No. He's not a quarterback. He's Tim Tebow. Exactly a Tim Tim Tebow. So, like, they got to do something. Mm -hmm. They can't expect to think they're going to, like, win the division next year with him at quarterback. I will say this. Sean Payton has made the comment he thinks that Taysom Hill has a Steve Young-type NFL career in him where he just runs like a wild man as a young young player, and he develops into a great passer. Wow. That's tremendous. Or he sees those traits. at all. But he's he's the coach. I'm not. So, yeah. I guess we'll roll with those two, though. And and I'm not giving up the depth chart, but I think those two are there. I just think they signed Winston just so they – I think they roll with what the, the two they got. And then, Breeze you got. know, Breeze retires. Look at the team that they have around him, four straight years of playoffs. Hey, they'll get some defenses. cap space, too. They're not looking to go uh, play a rookie or make a big free agent splash when they think they got something in-house. All right, we got two teams left. One of them, I'm really interested to hear what you guys think. 
the Washington football team, do they sign any of these quarterbacks? We got Alex Smith. That's probably the comeback player of the year. Dwayne Haskins, the jury's out on him now, right? Like he's he's done for. It was proven that he got drafted because Daniel Snyder said he went to school with my son. I can vouch for his character. <laughs> character. How, how quick is he out the window? Though that was quick. It was. Did he even get a full sixteen starts in over no, two I, years? I don't believe so. I think he probably started like nine or ten games. Maybe. I think I don't that, know. Uh, what Washington does is they roll in the next year with Alex Smith as a starter. Now he's 35, 36 years old. They know he's not the future, but you can de- draft a guy and develop him for the next two years under Alex Smith, kind of like what Mahomes said he benefited from being behind so Alex Smith. So they're not Smith. signing anybody. No. Okay. Gotcha. I, I agree with you. I don't think Washington signs anybody. Sorry, I got long-winded. That's that all right. Just- no, I'm just – I'm with you. Mr. Brown, do you feel differently? Uh, I think they rap with Alex Smith as well. Right, so I think he's earned that this year. Oh, yeah, he's earned it. <laughs> How about uh, last but not least, Philadelphia. So we talked about this magical scenario where Wentz goes to the Colts. What does Philly do? Uh, Wentz is out the door. That's after they fired Doug Peterson because the city of brotherly love only loves you for so long. He's done, though, right? Yep. Super Bowl, but they don't care. Nope. I think – I would think they roll into next year with one of two things. Either Jalen Hurts, who you drafted in the second round, who was overdrafted, but he's a project, or you're bad enough to take a first-round quarterback this year. Mm. Mm. I, don't, I don't like playing Jalen Hurts. I don't see it. I don't, I, I've seen I don't enough either. of Jalen Hurts to think that he's not a, uh, a starter in the NFL. I guess if I had to give an answer – I couldn't tell you who's going to be there. I could just tell you I don't think it's Wentz or Hurts. You know who's going to be there? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Wouldn't that be something? Ooh. That, yeah, <laughs> depending on who gets that job. All right, so we, we got some question marks around Dak. It depends on whether they franchise him or not, but we don't think an extended deal gets done there. We had question marks around Denver. We had question marks around um, Pittsburgh. We said they're not going to do anything. Jacksonville's going to draft. Washington's where they're at. Philly, we just talked about. So the guys that we did not name, Mitchell Trubisky, what what does his career look like next year? Um, wasn't there a kid from UCLA drafted, said he's going to make everybody in the league remember why he should have went number one and all God, that? What, what team is he, is he even on now? now? I don't even know what team he's on now. Oh, the Bucks practice squad. That's <laughs> right. Welcome to your future, Mitch. <laughs> is that what's going to happen? He's going the Rosen route. Yeah, I think he's a career backup here on out. Yeah, career backup is is good. How about Andy Dalton? Does he find a job anywhere else, or is he pretty much resigned to career backup now? Career backup. All right. I really thought he'd had a chance to do something when, with the shiny toys in Dallas. Nah, it's been a mess. And it, it just hasn't materialized. I think Dallas has reverted back to what it was like when Tony Romo was there putting up numbers where they have no offensive line now. I'll be interested. I agree, but I'll be interested interested to see next year what they look like. Some of these teams that had a new head coach coming in, uh, they didn't get that offseason work. And if you hire a new head coach, you get the extra OTAs. Dallas looks like crap. Washington and New York Giants looked like crap earlier in the year. Now as the year's going on, you're seeing Joe Judge and Ron Rivera really building. How could good have they been if they'd have got the offseason? Yeah, so, I also think the Mike McCarthy uh, experiment – well, has been a train wreck. That's what, as yeah. the years going on, they're getting is, worse. Is it over? Is it over after better. one year? 
Yeah. I think Jerry he, admitting his mistake. Nah, he'll know. give him two years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. All right. How about uh, Joe Flacco? Does he go anywhere? Does he stay on the Jets as a. Uh, he'll be as a backup somewhere. I don't know where yeah, or so not, care where he's no, going. No be. chance for Flacco. He's got his money. He's doing good. Yeah. Um, we said Nick Mullins probably going to be in San Francisco. Where does Sam Darnold go? Anybody make a trade for that? Like, what are you giving up to get Sam Darnold? Well,. I had a discussion the other night with the Bonehammer, and we talked about Sam Darnold. And we said, wouldn't it be the most Bill Belichick thing ever to poach him from the Jets, young, cheap, tutor him, win a couple Super Bowls with him over the next six, seven oh, years? You got your mind. All right, would you rather see Garoppolo or Darnold? I'd love to have Sam Darnold with new coaches. Over Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Darnold's got all the tools. All right. Well, we'll see. Swamp Monster. Um, how about uh, Matt Ryan? Does he stay in Atlanta? He's still got two years left on his deal. Do they blow up the whole thing and he be part of the blow up or what? I think that his contract is so outrageous. It's like a wince. There's only a couple teams that would be willing to to bring him. Like Shanahan would love to have him in San Francisco. I just don't see him going anywhere with his contract. All right. I Fair. think whoever's your next coach inherits him. Fair enough. All right. So we got Dak is staying as a franchise in Dallas. We got the Colts. Dak's going to Philly. That, or, yeah. or going to Philly. We got the Colts, not sure what they're doing. They're probably going to try to maybe see if they can re-sign Brissett and go that route. Maybe get luck to come back. Maybe. What, what about Fitzmagic to uh, the Colts? That would be a good fit. But you, you said Wentz, though. That's your uh, ace in the hole. Wentz, yeah. Wentz finds his way to, to Indianapolis. We said Fitz to the Bears. We did. Uh, and then we're talking about uh, the the Patriots. What are they going to do? Maybe Garoppolo, maybe Darnold, something like that. The Jets are tanking for Trevor. Denver's just going to ride with uh, Locke for some reason. Uh, Pittsburgh's <laughs> not making any moves. Baltimore might sign somebody like Cam to be a backup because they love having Hosman winning quarterbacks. Chicago is a dumpster fire. Maybe maybe we'll get Fitzmagic there. Jacksonville's going to draft. The 49ers are going to stick with Mullins. Saints. They're going to ride Winston and Hill again if they can re-sign him? I agree. I will say this, though, about the Patriots. Going to this next offseason, only the Jets, Jags, and Colts have more cap space. They got like $62 million. So while I don't think they try to make a move for any of the bigger-name free agent quarterbacks that will be there or a trade, I wouldn't be surprised if they went for a veteran with a high price tag or even a win. So That's not their game, younger. though. They don't it like signing free agents. But they'll have the money to do it. Well, they got to spend it somewhere. <laughs> Bill's getting older. He needs a couple Super Bowls without Brady to, you know. He ain't got time to watch draft picks. Uh, yeah. yeah, get better. We are back, everyone. It is officially week 14, and we're sitting here watching the Thursday night game, and Biggie's Patriots, as we mentioned earlier, just not, not looking too good against the Rams in a Super Bowl rematch, but this game doesn't have nearly the stakes in it, so I guess good for the Rams anyway. But when we talk about our picks, you know, we, we got some heat today on social media because some guys were like running their mouth this week about how they're picking up. Look at my admins on my page. We're doing this. And they were picking straight up. Did you see that, Biggie? I did. I actually uh, had to laugh because I have a kid who does Yahoo pick Oh, that's right. And uh, <laughs> when I conversated with him about his recent picks and I compared them to the picture I was looking at, he was in the top five. You're a proud daddy. Oh, uh, yeah. I get that. And what was funny, though, is once they're talking all this crap, and once it, like, dawned on them, it was against the spread. They shut up. They quick. didn't even respond again. No. And for the record, anyone who wants to throw their 
their hat in the ring here. Like, you're more than welcome to. We've had some people do it in the past, and it has not ended well for them. Now, that being said, Biggie is still just dominating it. 102, 87, and 3. How do you feel right now? I could feel better. I had two bad weeks in a row, so I kind of feel like <laughs> I feel like I was on a really good trajectory. I was like 24 <laughs> over, and then I had two bad weeks, and it, it closed the gap. We all had like bad that. weeks, but Biggie still went eight and seven last week. Mr. Brown, you and I both went six and nine. I'm sitting Big, there. Biggie's enjoying his free yinglings week after right. week. Right. He's not buying any alcohol anytime soon. I'm hoping uh, he can buy next week. Uh, I, I'm sitting one game over 500 at 95, 94, and three. So I guess I'm, I'm even with the house for the most part. Mr. Brown's at 88, 101, and three. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. So I mean, is like this Costanza. It might be this week. I we might could do get that. a Costanza week. He that's, did that's pick ca- the Patriots. That's kind of what I started with tonight. He did. It could be foreshadowing ahead, possibly. I mean, <laughs> I, I want to say right now, I want to apologize. We don't know Sports Nation with, with my performance because I don't think it's a, a reflection of, of my knowledge <laughs> of the game and the Vegas lifestyle. Like, I am bringing myself down to the level of, like, Chad DeMarc's fantasy teams year after year. I, I so, here we are. Here I we a, are. I have a buy in a, one of my fantasy Every year, leagues. Chad DeMarc thinks he's something in fantasy, and he's always in, like, eighth or ninth place. So, that's cool. I'm actually in tenth right now. Exactly. I was trying to sell you. <laughs> you know. Hey, it's just our league I struggle with because the competition is just so – uprisingly strong uh in other leagues i'm enjoying a first round bye right now so that's because you're playing against 70 year old men that's right haircuts (laughs) the barber league (laughs) don't mess around with the barber all they know is flat tops (laughs) (laughs) i go in there they go do you want the rookie tom landry or the veteran tom landry and i was like i think i might go with the troy eggman and they're like i don't know that one yeah (laughs) anyway Hit the music because we're back for our Week 14 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. And as we mentioned earlier, Mr. Brown and Biggie both rode with the Patriots. I'm taking the Rams. It looks like I might start out 1-0 this week, baby. You want a victory lone wolf already? I, I do. I don't, know what a, I don't know what a Ram does, but I'll just give you a oh, 1-0, bitches. So that's how we're starting. But we got some interesting spreads. We got some good matchups here, and I'm going to try to keep track and see if Mr. Brown goes full Costanza on us or not. And we're going to start off with one of Biggie's favorite teams. In fact, he loves this team, the Minnesota Vikings. On the road, oh, wait a minute, against another team that he loves because Tom Brady plays there now. The Bucks at home against the Vikings, six-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a touchdown spread. Here's the thing. I'm much more comfortable picking the Vikings to cover when they're the dog than when they are the favorite because as a favorite, they typically do not cover. And I picked them, and they don't cover. Against the spread this year, they're 6-6. Six and six. <laughs> oh, The record homework. is 6-6. Six and six. I'm taking them for the cover this week. I told you he likes them. Skull. Vikings as well. That's a clean sweep across the board. I, I think Tampa might win this game, but not by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that bye week did that? a lot oh, for them, horn. Yeah. that's great, but they <laughs> lost right. three out of four going into the <laughs> Something like that. No, you were right on. Now it goes. <laughs> 
That sounded like the, the wolf horn? pack entrance. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that didn't sound like the skull horn Don't to turn me. Turn back on the wolf pack. It's maroon. All right, how about the uh, fighting Kyler Murray's, as you eloquently put it, Biggie? They're on the road against the Giants. The Cardinals find themselves a three-point road favorite. This is, to me, becomes a tough game to pick uh, because they're they're on the road and the Giants have been playing really well. Against my better wisdom, better judgment here, I'm actually going to take the Cardinals to cover. I think they break out of their slump and win this week, and it's only three, so I'm looking at a pusher and win. Is Calamari broken? Uh, he's like that toy that got stepped on by a big defensive lineman. It still works, but it doesn't work right. Gotcha. Well, I'm going Giants. Ooh, ever since the uh, the Hail Murray, they, they haven't quite been the same, it seems like. And the Giants, I, I mean, look, the Giants might be a hell of a team next year once they get Saquon back. They've learned to play well without him here in the last few weeks. Uh, but I'm taking the, the Cardinals to uh, cover this one. I think they went outright by at least three. So, sorry, Mr. Brown, you're the lone wolf. Fee-fi-fo-fum. I smell a midget that I'm going to squash beneath my th- thumb. <laughs> that works. That's a good lone wolf. We got the giant in here. <laughs> you could have done it in Andre the Giant. Give me 84 bears, please. Here's a... Here's a dumpster fire of a game. We got my team, the Cincinnati Bengals at home, where they are a three-and-a-half-point dog to the Cowboys. Are you sure that you don't want to go first since this is your team? The Cowboys are covering. They're going to win by at least a touchdown. Cincinnati, uh, they let me down. I thought they would cover against the Dolphins. They did not, so I'm not taking them again this week. Not happening. Okay, so I'm taking the Cowboys for the only reason I can't take the Bengals after I was sure they would cover last week at 11, and they didn't. I know. You're right there with me. And they they lost. They were one point off the spread, just enough to piss you off. Yep. I got that one right last week, right? You did. You you picked it off. All right, well, I'm going Cowboys. So we're all Dallas across the board. How about Tennessee on the road to Jacksonville? The one-win Jaguars are a seven-point home dog. I like... The Jaguars. <laughs> he has no reason why. I'm going Titans. I'm also going Titans. So you and your uh, illustrious illustration of uh, all the reasons you think the Jaguars are going to win find you as the lone wolf. So meow, 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 Mitchu. Is he playing? You know what? It doesn't matter if he's playing. You know why I'm taking the Jags to cover? They backdoor cover every damn week. Not every week. They'll be down 13 with a minute 41 left, and they'll score a touchdown with 10 seconds left for the cover. Except for this week. All right, how about Kansas City on the road to Miami? Kansas City blew their wad last week. We thought for sure they'd cover, and they did not. Cost me 100 bucks. All right, so would you put 100 bucks on the Chiefs beating the Dolphins by 7.5? No. I got the Dolphins to cover, the Chiefs to win. Dolphins play well on defense and special teams. Tua's doing just enough for them to lose, you know, 27 to 20. I feel like Mahomes, he only threw one touchdown pass this week, and they still won in a close game against Denver. I feel like he blows up this week. 
and the Chiefs blow him out. I agree with you 100%. I don't think that Mahomes typically has not shown that he has back-to-back poor games, similar to another quarterback that we've talked about before. But anyway, I'm also taking the Chiefs to cover. I think they win this one by like 15 to 20. That They'll get the business done on their end. So, Biggie, you're a lone wolf again. Give me a, a, a flipper, something, snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> the, hand gestures, the hand gestures that nobody can see yes. makes it even better. <laughs> Denver on the road to Carolina. Carolina finds himself only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Ooh, we know McCaffrey may or may not play. Is Denver going to go into Carolina and win, or are they going to cover? Three-and-a-half for the Panthers. Three-and-a-half-point underdog are the Broncos of Denver, right? Correct. I like them for the cover here. Ooh. I'm going Carolina. The Fighting Vicks. The Fighting Vicks. Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio's. All right, I got you. So I'm taking Den- or I'm sorry, I'm taking Carolina. I, I look, they're a team that's always in every game, it seems like. And they they've had a stretch where they've played some really good teams here lately. I think the fact they're going to get Denver at home. Denver, I think, is demoralized right now. I, coming off of a tough loss last week, I don't see him coming out with the same amount of energy. I'm just going with Carolina. And, and two weeks removed from having zero quarterbacks on a right. roster. Exactly. So, Biggie, man, we're either going to get closer to you or you're just going to pull the way because you're lone wolf again. Give me a Bronco. It's pretty much the same sound you made for the Dolphin. Sounds like we need to put that one down. Yeah. All right. This is uh, my favorite spread of the week. The Seahawks hosting the Jets. The Seahawks are a 13 and a half point favorite. Oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) So what I learned watching the Raiders beat the Jets last week is that it is an organizational tank. For the- <laughs> it's committed from the top down. I mean, what's the cover zero? Like, uh, the Seahawks coming off a dis- disappointing performance against the Giants. They're coming out, fired out, ready to go. Uh, Mr. Brown's boy, DK Metcalf, can have a big game. Well, Seahawks are going to win. You're big. Now. I see that. So, why did they fire Greg Williams if everyone was happy about them losing? Well, because the NFL would have fined him if they didn't, because then it makes it too obvious. Right. You got to keep it under wraps. Yeah. Got to play that game. You picked Seahawks. Yeah. Two touchdown favorite. It's a huge spread, and if it weren't the Jets. I feel like Seattle finds a way to be close in every game. Down the stretch. I'm I'm, I'm going Jets. Oh, my God. I already wrote down that I'm taking the Jets, too, because Seattle, the last four or five weeks, have not played well. You're right. Every game is a Russell Wilson's the leader in NFL in turnovers since uh, week week, seven. Yeah. I mean, just it's it's ugly. And, and like, it's a big spread. If it would have been, like, ten, I might have taken the Seahawks. But, like. No, I think no, Seattle wins seven to ten points. Yeah, like Seattle wins the game, but they're not covered, man. I, again, you're a lone wolf. I just I, you don't. Uh, can I take my shirt off and say roids? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> the fighting Metcalfs. <laughs> oh, it's out of control. <laughs> All right, how about yeah. the Raiders at home to the Indianapolis Colts? where the Colts are a road favorite by two and a half points. 
Uh, the Raiders are winning the game outright, so I'm going to Oakland. Or Vegas, sorry. Vegas. Wherever they're at now. Yes. I learned something last week about the Oakland Raiders, and that is L. Davis has not died. Speed <laughs> has not died. Give me the speed on the outside. I'm taking Chucky for the win. All right, I'm going with the Colts. And it's just one of those games. The Colts are the team that can't beat elite teams, but yet they're going to find them way, themselves like close to the playoffs. This is one of those games they're going to win. They're going to end up beating the Raiders. And this is like the type of game the Raiders need, and I just figure they're going to lose it. It's like last year. That right. Stretch. It's, just, it's just how it goes for them. So Groundhog Day. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's gonna, If you want to watch a close game, I think this is going to be it because it's just going how it's, how it's going to be. And, you know, Phillip Rivers, he's used to seeing the Raiders a lot. Like, maybe he's got some of that experience that carries over. Either way, I, I can see them covering that two and a half. So, I, I'll give you <laughs> for the baby horses, the Colts, as my lone wolf. <laughs> that was better. That almost sounded like something else at the end. <laughs> How about the Atlanta Falcons, who have been on fire lately, on the road against the Chargers? The Falcons, two and a half point favorites. They're favorites again. I'm going Falcons. Just like that. Yeah. I know Herbert got embarrassed last week. So he could bounce back, but. Red Beans. I think he's just demoralized now at this point. He's going to bounce back. Go Chargers. Wow. So I guess the theory is the harder you fall, the higher you'll bounce, maybe, because they got shellacked last week. I, I just think that. Atlanta, the players, everybody, man, they're they're fighting for their coach right now. They want him to be the guy. They're going to come out. They're going to cover the spread. They're going to win outright. Two and a half, not a big deal. So you're once again alone, Wolf Biggie. Go, Chargers, go. Man, this is rather going to be really good for you and me, Mr. <laughs> Brown, or really bad for him. Oh, I'm trying know. something this week. We'll see what happens. Are you doing the Costanza method? Is that what's happening? No. Two weeks where I didn't do well. It just really messed with my mind. <laughs> All right, let's see how he bounces back on this one. This is an interesting spread. New Orleans on the road to the city of brotherly love. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Eagles. Yeah, I like them covering I'm going Saints. If Hurts is starting a quarterback, I'm going Saints all day long. I feel like the Eagles looked like a team last week that completely just have given up hope. They have. Like, they're done. The coach is on the outs. He's probably already been told by the front office, like, after this year, you're done. Like, it's just bad. So, I'm taking the Saints to cover. Saints are playing the Broncos again. No quarterback. (laughs) Right. That's exactly how it's going to go. All right, so we won't talk much about that one anymore. We'll move on to the Washington football team who pulled off the biggest win of the year, upsetting the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. We all picked uh, Washington to cover last week. We did. Like, we're not stupid. We sit here and said that the Steelers are the worst undefeated team in the NFL history at this stage of the season, and it proved to be true. So, you know, give us a pat on the back there if you can. But uh, right now, Washington on the road to San Francisco – Three-point spread, San Francisco. Man, it's a tight game. This is tough. I hate this one because typically Niners are at home, correct? They're at or home. they're at home. They're in, in Arizona. Arizona the second week so of the So if they're getting three at home, Vegas thinks it's a pick on which really it is. And uh, I, I hate the three because it, it ends up being a push. But I'll take the uh, Washington football team. Let me tell you something, brother. Ooh, yeah. Alex Smith, comeback player of the year, gets his former team 
putting up dynamite numbers. It is going to be the Washington football team taking down the Niners. Yeah, dig it, because the Washington football team, brother, they got the chip on their shoulder. Actually, I can't add to it, but I agree. Like, I think Washington, again, covers, like, Alex Smith is the game manager, right? And you have a team that has a really solid defense. Even last week, they couldn't run the ball. Alex Smith decided to light it up and do a little something. Explain the NFC East. You have the Eagles and Cowboys on paper who are the clear front runners, <laughs> And here we have the Giants and Washington, the front runners for the division. Nah, I like think, they're playing I, the best football. I think this is the, the week where Washington takes a stranglehold on it. Uh, That's kind of what we said before, too. You look at... All the new head coaches, look at the teams that are really doing well as the year moves on. Giants with Joe Judge, Ron Rivera, who everybody loves in Washington. Yep. As they're getting more familiar, players getting into the system, you're seeing what they can do. I, it, To me, this this isn't uh, as much of a fluke. If there have been an offseason, I don't think they're both sitting at 5-7. and seven. Or the Redskins, it, it's a 7-5. and five. I really like what they're doing. Well, like, people forget Alex Smith was a good quarterback. Yep. You know, and, and, like, he's lucky to be even on the field. And then, he, like, he goes into halftime. He's got blood all over his foot. It looks like he's not. He's just, I just made sure it wasn't the right leg. I was okay. Booby Gibson at running back. McLaurin. Logan uh, Thomas. Logan Thomas went off last week. I think he's developing out. into a fringe tight end. out. Peyton Barber. Top seven. Oh. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, plug and play, baby. They're going, yeah. all right. We'll, we'll not opine anymore about the Washington football team. We're taking them again across the board. Let's see if that's a trend that continues. How about Green Bay on the road to Detroit? Green Bay seven and a half point favorite. Uh, Green Bay will win, but for whatever reason, this divisional matchup, they're typically closer games than they should be. I like Detroit to cover. Interesting. I don't like the fact that Green Bay, they never want to commit to the run. They always want to sling it when it's not even necessary, and it bites them, and it ends up in a close game. So I'm going to go Detroit as well. Uh, I'm going to differ. I I feel like Green Bay, this is just one of those games like Detroit, like they're used to playing them all the time. I don't feel like Detroit ever gives Green Bay a hard time. I feel like the Vikings can. I feel like even the Bears can sometimes. But, like, if my memory is is correct, Detroit is not one of those teams that gives uh, the Packers much of a challenge. So, I know it's a big spread, but I think Green Bay wins this one by double digits. So, uh, go, Pack, go. There's my lone wolf for you. All right, how about uh, Pittsburgh coming off their first loss of the season? It doesn't get any easier. They're actually playing a team above 500 because they're on the road where no one circles the wagons quite like the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are a two-point favorite. I like the Bills to win. Isn't it insane that they're 11-1, and the Steelers, and they're the underdog here? They're the underdog. It shows you about who they played. Yeah. We are who they thought we were, or whatever. Uh, I'm taking the Bills right. as well. <laughs> are who they thought, or we thought they were. Yes, that Herm Edwards had COVID, so I'm confused. Uh, I'm also taking Buffalo. Uh, it's That was uh, Denny Green. Oh, that was Denny Green. And we let him off the hook. My Against bad. Against the Bears. That that was, I, was, I, I was trying to play to win the game. My bad. Yeah. I messed up my uh, you know conversation there. But uh, we're taking Buffalo across the board. I, I think – you know, Buffalo plays close games a lot of times, but, like, they're going to cover two because they're going to win. So, I mean, they'll win by field goal. Uh, impressive victory that they had against uh, San Francisco 
last Monday as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, they would have beat the Cardinals on the road, too, if not for the, you know, Hale Murray, right? So, I mean, that's... I mean, Josh Allen's a top five QB in the league this year. He's balling. He is. I, I did not expect that. I mean, he's not as good as Stidham, who just came into the game, but he's close. Stidham's in the game. <laughs> wow. Uh, I can't wait to turn this up with the volume on in a second. All right. Last but not least, Monday night. We got the Ravens. I don't even know what to make of them right now. It is incredible. And then they're going up against the Browns, who, where did that offensive explosion come from last week? And Baker Mayfield looking like the rookie of the year again. Not that he's played terrible this year, but my God, he went off in the first half. The Baltimore Ravens still find themselves a two and a half point favorite on the road to the mistake by the lake. Very interesting game to me. Baltimore played really well in that Dallas game uh, in the second half last week. Dallas isn't very good. Cleveland's won what? Four straight. They're on a tear. I like Cleveland to cover. I was shocked the way Cleveland just put it on Tennessee last week. He scored 45 on them. And at halftime, it was like 38 to like seven or something. Yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't have been as close as it was. No, I'm just, it blew my mind. Uh, Baker's got a lot of supporting cast, and he don't have to be the, ga- the man. He's got two headed running back monster that will just kill you. And their defense, uh, Miles Garrett probably could be player of the year. He could kill you too. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I'm going Cleveland all day. Well, we're across the board going Cleveland. I, I think last week's game is what ignites Cleveland on this playoff run. We've seen them win ugly. We've seen them with the run game. We've seen them with just mudding it up, making it look bad. Now they've shown they can score when they have to. Now they don't have to, but they know they have the capability. This is going to be a scary team now. Baltimore, I feel like, is a dumpster fire. Like, yeah. has a team not fallen as fast as they have right now? Like, they're just a joke. And, and, like, unless Lamar Jackson, like, wants to run the ball 25 times, I don't see it happening. I don't either. And I think Cleveland's settling into what Stefanski wants them to be as a team. and it, it They have an what, identity. Yeah. You, you, if you look at Baker, we want to crap on him. Number one pick, he put up these numbers, and he had a bad year last year. Oklahoma, you throw the ball every play. You come in the NFL, Hugh Jackson, Freddie Kitch, you throw every play. You get a new head coach in, and it's run on first, run on second, need you to play action, hit a nice tight throw on third, Absolutely. and we're going to run it again. He's really started to fit into that as the season is when I think Cleveland's dangerous. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Like If you're going down the stretch of the season or in the playoffs, because I think the Browns will make the playoffs, you do not want to play this team right now. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're even getting there. I'm just saying you don't want to play them in the playoffs right now. With their run game and they got guys coming off the edge, Garrett, Vernon, they get a lead on you, that'd be tough. Yeah, they'll, they'll just sit on you. They're like a fat kid who stole your ice cream bar. They're just going to take it, sit on you, and you're going to sit there and sweat under the ass sweat. They're built for playoff football. Bad weather. Uh, booty juice. We're taking the Browns across the board. Well, that wraps up our week 14 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. And if I counted it correctly, Biggie, you had one, two, three, four, five, uh, five. All right, I'll quick count. You had five lone wolves. So you're rather going to keep a stranglehold on because we don't know what the hell we're talking about, or I'm going to be biting at your heels after this week. We will speak next Thursday. I had a few things in mind, did a few things different. We'll see how it works out. I will uh, text message you the beverage of choice that I would like for you to purchase since you will be up. (sighs) Okay. I can get some uh, (laughs) chocolate-hinted multi-IPAs or whatever it is. Now, don't be a hater. Why does it got to be like that? 
I'm buying Big Timber. That's the only thing I'm walking to, into a store and out with. You can't go wrong with that. That's all we got for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Have a good weekend, and we'll see you at the same time next week. Only drinking Biggie's beer that he buys.